Oh, hey, it's you again. Welcome back to Getting It Out Podcast. Whether you're a frequent listener or even just a first timer, I want to thank you for clicking on the episode. I know there's a lot of options, a lot of podcasts to pick through and listen to. And this time you chose Getting It Out. If you like what you hear on this episode or maybe what you've heard in the past, I want to ask you to consider joining the gettingitout.net Patreon, where you'll get early ad-free access to interviews, sometimes weeks before they air. It only costs $2 a month, and hey, once you set it up, it's like making beef jerky in the 90s. You set it, and you forget it. You'll get email updates each time I post an episode exclusive to the Patreon. And though the cost is low for you, your support makes a huge impact on what I can continue to do with gettingitout.net and Getting It Out podcast. If you're interested, check the link in the show notes or head over to patreon.com slash gettingitoutpodcast. Thanks for hearing me out, and enjoy this episode of the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 111 of Getting It Out Podcast. Uh, that was Dead Man's Chest with Dear God, which I think is uh, fitting for the song title. It's also the name of the 7-inch that they just released on Upstate Records. Um, so go check that out. You can find that many places. I encourage you to buy a physical copy of that record. I don't even know if there is digital available. I'm sure there is. That song I just played for you there, that was digital. But, you know, search it out yourself. Uh, Check out Dead Man's Chest. They got a pretty cool catalog. A very heavy uh, metallic hardcore band from London, England. What if it was like uh, London, Ontario? I guess that's not that small of a place. What if it was like London, Delaware? I don't know. I lost you. I lost you. I lost myself. That's what I do here, you know? Quick, Quick to fucking up. That's, you know... I try to screw up within the first five minutes so you know what you're getting, right? So I know what I'm doing, so you know what you're getting, so we all feel comfortable, so we can all relax. You know, you ever sit down uh, and meet somebody new and the conversation's kind of going a little rocky and then one of you finally swears and then both of you are like, oh, Jesus, thank God, now we can be ourselves. You know, it's just, it's like that, uh, the the tension cork is a swear word. I don't know. That may... (laughs) maybe maybe it's not maybe it's a fart maybe somebody just has to fart and then you can all talk about whatever you want or feel comfortable i don't know it depends how weird you are i guess depends your level of uh of uh, you know excess excess is it excess i don't know see it's just getting worse as we go let's let's get to the point where i tell you what's happening on this episode on this episode i had josh from life's question i want to say they're a chicago hardcore band but uh, after talking to them it doesn't sound like they are um sounds like they might have been at one point. I don't know. That's up to them. Um, so, but I know at one point they were uh, a Chicago hardcore band. So I'm I'm sticking with that. Not that that matters because I don't think I know a Chicago hardcore sound. Uh, is there a Chicago hardcore sound? There might be. I think we talked about that. This is another victim of of uh, recording too long ago. I apologize that this one's finally getting out or getting out this late. But uh, you know that's the way it works. This I believe is the last of my backlog. Of, of episodes and from here on out will be a little more current thank goodness for that right all right so um let's let's just get into this fucking episode <laughs> Dark Media. you know when i started doing a podcast i thought i found my calling but there's something more there's a little something more i think i can reach into i got a little more in me I need to get it out. Just like the podcast. It's Getting It Out rap song from the Getting It Out podcast. And it feels powerful. I think you feel it too. I think you feel it too. But there's certain things that need to be said. Because I was thinking about it a lot lately. What exactly was I was thinking about? We'll have to break it down here. Just a little bit for you. 
But sitting at home trying to relax When I realize a podcast needs a rap It sound way better with they dog back But I got a spit quick on these Amish cats Well big horse of shit on rumble strips Zeb sits back with a hundred kids But I know how shallow that gene pool is So what did he do with his cripple kin? How do you tell the time at night When the sun don't shine on the dial bright While Von Scott lives the hard rock life Singing on the streets underneath the lights I got grocery lists of shit I don't like Gonna run them by old Mike on ice And like cops stab a day with the butt drug tips This podcast will flip your lids so that's what I sing about on the song for the podcast. It's getting it Okay, so here we are once again. It is uh, Super Wednesday, which is the day after Super Tuesday. I don't know that we had a Super Monday. I think Super Monday is upcoming. Uh, that's, anyway, that's, so this is your timestamp of when I'm recording this part of the episode. It's the day after um, everybody turned, <laughs> all the Democrats turn on themselves again, and we all start hating each other for picking the other guy. And then we let the other guy win. That's the point we're at in history uh, while I'm recording tonight. So, yeah. Um, we knew it was going to happen. Four more years of President Trump to come, unfortunately. But let's move on. Let's, let's try to look at the bright side. We're, half, we're about halfway there. We're about halfway done with this nonsense. And then we can, and then we can do whatever, whatever it is we think we can't do now. I don't know. It's all, it's, it's all just... It's insane. It's all insane, and uh, I don't. I don't know what to. Art- I can't articulate a good point about any of it. So I can just say semi silly stuff or really vague shit. That's what I'm going for. Semi silly, really vague. That's how I've I've lived most of my life, and uh, I'm gonna keep it that way. It's been. Hey, speaking of uh, bad things that we're just dealing with and kind of starting to enjoy global warming is fucking awesome man and i like i i think i said this last week i know that it's not but uh i was just able to run outside uh two days in a row at six o'clock in the evening uh today i wore shorts it's fucking march 4th um that's not supposed to be how it is you know i i used to always say uh winter didn't end here in pennsylvania until uh halfway through april i think winter now ends uh it ends now I guess it's over, but then you know how it is in this area. I think I think fucking Buffalo just got like 65 inches of snow over over the weekend, which is funny that uh, people still live in Buffalo. Because wh- what are you doing? You do, you don't have to be there. You can leave. Same as I can leave here though. So I, I kind of get it. I understand. Um, speaking of Buffalo, how about Boston? Has nothing to do with it. Although they play each other in uh, the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? what is that association I just came up with? They're both in the same uh, division in the National Football League. Uh, but yeah, I just thought about this the other day. When I was up in Boston, um, everybody smelled like drugs. I think that's Massachusetts, Massachusetts, you know what I mean, Boston, that area, that state that that's in. They have legalized marijuana now, as far as I can tell. It's uh, recreational. You can do whatever you want. So people do, and uh, people just stink. And I, I, I can't wait until that, like, that smell becomes as annoying and offensive 
as cigarette smell because it's coming like right now everybody's just like whatever that's that's hilarious that everybody smells like drugs but eventually it's it's going to be the same as as when people smell like cigarettes and you're gonna be like please do not first of all you got to do it in the in the in the safety of your own home or whatever the fucking rule is i don't know we don't have this freedom here in pennsylvania but uh they got laws only ways they can do it but as soon you're gonna have to implement some kind of thing about stench because uh it's it stinks a lot like it and i get it's a fun smell right now like right when when i mean stinks i mean it's potent it's a fun smell uh, for some reason, even though we associate that the, the smell of marijuana and the smell of skunks as the same thing, uh, one but it depends who, which one's making the smell. That's how we, that's how we decide whether it's good or not, which which seems ridiculous. Uh, but whatever, you know. I guess if it comes out of an animal, it's <laughs> it's somehow worse. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. Uh, I'm sure some potheads out there right now are getting really mad at me because they're like, oh, it's a it's a purple indica sativa strain strand and that's why uh that's why um that's why you can't trust the government and i'll be like man you confuse me more than i confuse myself that's hard to do so let's not let me do that anymore let's go on about the uh, the interview here the interview is with josh from life's question i mentioned that in the opening i mentioned in the opening that josh and life's question are chicago hardcore band and i think that's semi-accurate um they put out a record uh, sometime last. I think I think it was last year. It was called uh, "A Tale of Sudden Love and Unforgettable Heartbreak." By the way, that's an awful name for a record. They should have they should have not done that. Uh, but the, the songs are good. The songs are good, so we can we can excuse this. Uh, uh, what is this like a two, early two thousands metalcore album title name? At the time of this recording, they were out on tour with Higher Power, Take Offense, and maybe drain i I might have that third band wrong but they were out on tour i believe he was in arizona when we had this conversation so uh, i appreciate that he took the time to do it um i apologize to to the band and to the listeners for this one not coming out for so long but you know like i said that was uh that was it was too much of a good thing for a while there um but that that's that's what's happening here so Let's just do that. But first, let's play a song from that record. Let's play the the, the opening track from that. And that's that one's called uh, Cracks in the Floor of Heaven. So another, it's, you know, if you just gave me the, the titles of this band, the titles of this album and songs, uh, it's, it doesn't sound like what I would think. It, it doesn't sound like what I would expect. Okay, so maybe if you haven't heard Life's Question yet, and you heard the uh, name of this record, the name of the song, Clack, Cracks in the Floor of Heaven off of a tale of sudden love and unforgettable heartbreak. You might be in for a surprise. So uh, listen up and then listen to the interview with Josh. All right. <laughs> Yeah. 
Hey, what's up? Hey, man, how's it going? Good, how are you? Can I'm you hear good. me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine, actually. Yeah, sorry about that, bro. I, I like totally. I said Monday and then totally forgot that like that was the first date of our tour, and that uh, we're gonna be in, we're in Phoenix or we're in uh, Arizona. Yeah, you know it's funny because I I checked after after I said that I, I checked. <laughs> and I was like, like, how is he gonna do this? I'm like, all right, fuck it. If he wants to do it that way, that's what. But you know, yeah. I I got a I got some friends of mine who who tour and who do who do this every now and then. They come on here with me. And they always prefer yeah. to do it while they're on tour, but that that also is because they are they're like you know dads and family men, so they don't they right. don't want to they don't want to fuck with that at all while they're home. So when they're out on tour, right, it's like right. business. So so you know I don't know some people just prefer to do their shit on the road, and I get it. I've done a lot of interviews with people riding in vans. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, that's I think that's what I was thinking, and then I was like, oh, we're three hours behind, but whatever. I'm on yeah. here and we're chilling. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so, laughs> You're in, I'm just uh, gonna go walk around like a homeless guy. Like, that's it. Hey, I, you know, honestly, the last guy I talked to, the last interview I did was the exact same thing. So it's all good. Yeah. So, so you, you well, first of all, let's go over the uh, some basic shit. Your name is Josh, right? Yeah, my name is Josh. <laughs> yes, your name is Josh, and you you're in uh, you're in Life's Question, uh, which is a hardcore band from Chicago, right? Yeah, and we actually are now based in um on the east coast because we all had to like move closer to family because like a lot of family shit going on yeah. people getting sick dying stuff like that so like i'm in philly now and then uh the rest of my band is in like maryland okay so i, I mean fuck i'm very yeah, close actually to... near near you because you're in baltimore right no i'm in lancaster pennsylvania but i but I'm, oh lancaster okay. i'm from i'm from york pennsylvania which is like right above Baltimore. I lived in Baltimore for like 10 years. Then I moved back up to here. My daughter lives in Philadelphia, so I'm in Philadelphia every Sunday. So yeah, so we're oh, sick. right in the same area. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, small so, world. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I mean, it's always small with this thing, right? With, with hardcore, it's always a small, small world. I'm sure we know some of the same people wouldn't put that past us. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But how, how, long, how long has uh, Life's Question been a thing now? So it started off as like a side project. Like, honestly, when we lived in Maryland like five or six years ago, yeah. Like, I would I lived in Chicago for seven, but yeah. like I would come back sometimes during the summer and like kick it with like my family and like my friends and stuff like that. And we were like, yo, like we played in bands before. We're like, we're gonna do a side project. Like, it's gonna be super different. Like, it's gonna be hardcore, but it's gonna be like really different. And uh yeah we just like started that way and then we literally didn't do anything with it like we wrote like a yeah. like a little demo just for fun for like our friends right and then ridge who's our guitarist moved to chicago and then got married and moved to minneapolis and around that time is when we were like yo we want to like do a band and like we kind of already have like a few things written for less questions so we're like we're gonna just do that so that's kind of like the quick story to how all that happened. Well, how old are you, all you guys? I'm 25 and or about to turn 25 in March. And then the rest are like around my age. So that's, that's, um, it just as, sounds, it sounds like a lot of moving for people your age. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's crazy. So like, especially like the whole, um, marriage thing too. A lot of people like always like ask me that or yeah. ask, 
uh, Rich and Abby that they're like, oh, you like young to be married, but like, I don't know, it works that way sometimes. But, right. Uh, so, so I, I mean, for people sick. who are listening who don't know, is that that uh, two of your band mem- bandmates are married, right? Yeah, yeah, Rich yeah. and Abby, yeah. and then uh, there's George who plays bass, and then Nick who plays drums, and like, uh, those are just like mutual friends, and then George um, was like friends with Ridge like in high school yeah. and I knew him in high school too. And like Ridge would skate with him all the time and it just happened that he was really good at bass. So we were like, yo, you should play with us. So, you know, I feel like I say this type of shit, this derogatory shit about bass players all the time on every, <laughs> every episode I do, but you know, really good at bass. I don't know that that's possible. Well, all right. It was yeah, possible. Well, it's possible, but nobody knows it. Yeah, like, damn, yeah, throwing some shade on the basis, man. Always, I'm glad man. that I, I don't play. I don't play bass. No, uh, <laughs> he's he's good at like guitar too. It's not right, just right. bass. Like he's good at like he's like uh, really good at like a bunch of instruments, like piano and stuff like that. So yeah, he's not just like only a bassist. <laughs> I would no, definitely agree. With he, you. he doesn't. He, he doesn't have bass. that shame. That shame. The shame <laughs> yeah. of a bass player. But you know what? At least like we know who the bass player is when we're throwing shade at. It's not like the drummer who we we don't even recognize. Like you know, like, yeah, at least yeah. with the yeah. But you you yourself you you I've been in your situation right. You you're at the front of the stage. You got the microphone in your hand. Is this you, you mentioned you were in other bands? Were you in anything uh, prior to this of note? Uh, not really of note. Right. I was in this band called Pour It Out out of like Southern Maryland. Uh, we did that for like a little bit. It was like a like. Funny enough, it was like a like a turmoil, like worship band. That's good. I was just of, listening to like, the process of today, so that's a good choice. Yeah, and then and then like we were also Christian. We were a Christian yeah. band, so that, that was that was also interesting as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so when when life's questions started off, well, you said it kind of kind of started, kind of didn't, but that was like I, I found a demo from you guys, like 2015. Yeah, that's uh, so. It's 2020. That was, yeah. So I was about. I'm usually really bad with time. So I was about on like five five years ago. Yeah, and it was, well, since then you've got you've put out a couple EPs, right? I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised so with the of, amount of stuff that you yeah. put out because I knew about your last EP and I knew about this one that you just put out. And uh, well, I guess now it's six months old, so it's it's been out for a little while. And then I then I looked up your Bandcamp and I was surprised that there were other things from before. Yeah, the 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 thing from like 2015. People have asked me that before. That's like uh, like that goes back to like the story that I was telling you, where like we kind of just did it like for our friends and for fun, like yeah. just like a side project. Because like we were like we want to play music we want to play, and like we were really into like Crown of Thorns and Leeway and stuff like that. So we we're like, yo, we're gonna just like I don't know for fun, like play that style of music. Yeah. Like, not, like, imitating those bands, but, like, that as, like, a main influence. And then, um, I actually haven't listened to that demo in a long time. But, like, you can just tell that we when we put out the EP after that, Curse World of Dream, that, like, we were actually like, serious about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess three EPs in, and then we're recording a full length right now, or, or writing a full length right now. Good. I was going to ask you that, with the, with, if, if it was intentional to keep releasing EPs, because I know, I know from some other bands that I've talked on here that some people just have that kind of, well, fuck it, we'll just keep doing EPs because of the way music con- music is consumed now. Um, it's mm-hmm. it, in in a hardcore, it's kind of a, it's a pretty safe bet. 
to keep releasing EPs. Although I, I, I'm I'm an album person. I want albums. I don't care if half of it sucks. I want a whole album. But uh, but yeah. So so you got. But you guys are you're writing for a, a full length now. Yeah, writing for a full length right now. Um, first day of this tour. Uh, I think that like our dream, just to get back onto the like yeah. full length thing, yeah. is like our dream has been to like write a full length of this band. Right. Just to like not only like challenge ourselves, but like I don't know, like it's just gonna be sick to like get together like ten, eleven songs and like work really hard at it and I don't know. I don't really know what I'm getting at. But like well, yeah, it's, it's I, I, like I think, a dream. I think for a, a band like yourself, like Life's Question, a, an album, an LP suits you more. Like all right, there's there's a little more musicality to what you guys are doing than what than what like what more straightforward hardcore bands are doing, and I understand why a straightforward hardcore band wants a seven inch, and they want to come in, they want to hit you quick, and they want to make it you know as memorable as possible. But you don't want to overstay your welcome because when you do, you get a little too samey, right? But you guys write longer songs, right? Um, you you put a little more into it. There's like I said, there's 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 longer periods of time where we don't hear your voice, which I think makes it uh, a lot more interesting. You know, not nothing against you. You know, that's not yeah, saying. Yeah, nobody wants to hear my <laughs> yeah, voice, bro. I hear you. No, you, <laughs> yeah, you I don't even want to hear it. You know what I'm saying, though. Like, like, you, no, you know, there, I totally there's, get it. There's more to your song. So, I, my point is, I think that uh, the, that the idea of you guys writing an, a full length suits you more, and you know, it goes better with your longer songs. And I don't know. I th- so, I, I'm glad to hear that you're doing that. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think it'll be cool too to like challenge ourselves to write like shorter songs too. And um, with obviously like the same fill, but yeah. like, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Like what we've gotten so far, we're probably like four or five songs in, like lyrically and like uh, musically. Like I'm I don't know, I'm excited for it. It's like I know that everybody says this, but like it's the best stuff we've ever written. Right, and it's not like in a way like where it's like prideful. It's just like we're like confident in it, and I'm like super stoked to like see if people dig it and if they don't then we dig it so fuck them you know what i mean yeah 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 no i I think that's the right mentality to have especially you don't want to be writing some shit that you think's uh not as good i mean like i've 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 had a couple people on here that will like openly say their their past some of their past records suck right but but it's like they have to be really far removed from it like the the most prominent one I had was like Tommy Victor of Prong, where you like acknowledge that like some of his records were shit, right? But like, right, not a lot of people want to do that because I, I mean you're supposed to love what you're writing at the time where you're doing it. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? But uh, but but not to get too far ahead of ourselves here because you guys did pretty much. You should be still playing on the record that you put out, which is a, a tale of sudden love and unforgettable heartbreak. Is that a is that a self release record? Yeah, but um, both of them were self-released and self-recorded, actually, too. Yeah. Um, we we sent, them to get, like, sent, sent them out to get, like, mixed and mastered. Uh-huh. But we had help from, um, like, uh, No Echo. Like, they premiered, like, the first EP and then the second one. Yeah. And then uh, we had Numerality Zine out of Chicago, like, do tapes for us. Okay, So cool. yeah. we've gotten, like, a little bit of help from, like, little third party stuff but never right. yeah like no no record label support or anything like that well that's pretty cool and that's pretty significant that you've been able to to make the headway that you have has that made it a lot more difficult for life's question to get traction 
without uh, any kind of backing? Yo, yo, I like totally thought it would, but yeah. it really didn't. We've had, we've been like so fortunate to have the support of like our friends, our friends that are in bands, like other bands that we don't know from like just like word of mouth or like seeing us live. Like we've we've also like done a bit of touring, like already and we've been yeah. a band for a little over a year now right so like we did a full u.s with podcast and vatican um we did hangman from long island like release tour right um and then before that we did a tour with like this band called shackled from new jersey yeah and then right. another band called like uh war by other means from buffalo cool. so we've done like a good amount and then we're on a another where we first day of another full us with um higher power take defense and drain so we've done like yeah we've done enough where it's like people know who we are right. but it's it's super cool that like people are like fucking with it you know what i mean like that's a dream well and people care about it so so you clearly yes that's absolutely that's 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 priority number one but it's really good that that, that you're getting that that networking into without having that label backing because we know i mean you and i fucking both know and we all know it's sickening sometimes the bands that get the push that aren't shit and don't deserve it but it's just because who who's in the band you know they get they get a push and they're on every tour and it doesn't make any sense because they suck and sound like their last band but you know that's that's just the, that's just the way it is but you, but you guys are doing this without without that so that's that's respectable yeah and you're you're as you're much out. as it's go ahead uh, oh, God. I no. was just saying, as much as, like, that's a harsh reality, like, the whole, like, bands, like, from, like, bands getting spots on, like, big tours or big fests or whatever because they had, like, members in other bands or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's still, in a way, cool because, like, you're paying homage in a weird way. But then at the same time, I get it where it's like, yo, if this band's not good, they shouldn't get the opportunity well, just because they're they were in another band, you know what I mean. My issue isn't isn't that they get that opportunity. It's that the other bands who are coming up and don't have a name of somebody who's in the band don't get that opportunity. It's just like absolutely. It's it's yeah, it's, I agree. it's the lack of opportunity for the new band who deserves it more. You know, who like like maybe they don't have the 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 guy who is in you know whatever, but but they do sound way better. They are putting in the work just as hard, but they don't get that same spot. That's that's where my little bitchy thing comes from i go on that i go on that rant you know once or twice a week it seems like but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you kind of have to and the way that you the way that you put it like makes sense too because it's like we weren't really in like like I, I we've been going to shows since we were like 16 years old you know what i mean so we've been to shows but we've never been in a band where it's like oh that band or that the that's like life's questions like that band that was in this band or yeah. so-and-so was in that that band like I was I was honestly like a little worried about that because we never I never really played in like a band that anybody cared about. So right. it's just I don't know, it's really like humbling to be in a band where it's like we got we get to play like fest and get to do really cool stuff with our our friends and the support's just like crazy. Like I, I I'm forever grateful that I'm getting to play music with my best friends. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's a very cool do thing. what I want. Yeah. 
yeah. And, uh, well, and I, I, I think it's 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 a bit of a new thing where younger, newer bands are saying not younger, newer bands like yourself. And like I was talking to uh, Drew from Time and Pressure, and they haven't been a lot, around very long either. But they've also been able to do so much, and it's I think it's a lot easier to do. No, nothing against anybody for doing. It. I think it's awesome that it's it's easier to do now with um, with the way your music's available, and everybody can get it. You mm-hmm. know, so um. So, so like for you guys is it mostly do you guys mostly rely on um, like streaming is that like the the way people hear life's question yeah i I would say like streaming or i guess like live too like playing a bunch of shows and like um probably like also a lot i i don't really hear many people saying this or admitting it but like people definitely hear about us because of our friends. Like, because of our friends being in bands that are like, have toured their asses off for seven to ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, them taking us under our wing, like, dude, like, that, that was like, the greatest thing about this band was that like, we had so much support from our friends and friends in really cool bands. Like, that's helped us out the most. And I don't really hear people like saying that much. Like, obviously, it's like a reality. Yeah. But I don't. I don't hear it as much. Well, who are who are those bands that took you under your wing, under their wing? Uh damn! Put me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, like Hangman, um, bands from Chicago, like uh, Purgatory, No Victory. Yeah. Uh, this is band from called karma from chicago yeah, yeah, um, yeah i got you I understand, I understand what you're saying and do you find that do you find that you or maybe you're not in the position to yet but do you find yourself doing that for younger bands yourself oh absolutely yeah like i i we haven't gotten the opportunity because we're still like yeah a new band but like if we ever get that opportunity like obviously like you want to put your friends on and like yeah. if your friends are in a good ass band like, why not give them an awesome opportunity to not only make memories by touring or playing shows, but, like, for people to, like, hear about, like, you, you if your friend's doing something cool, like, you want other people to know that they're doing something cool. Hell you yeah, don't want to, like, fall in deaf, deaf, deaf ears. So, that's, like, that's what this is, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like... why I love podcasts. Like, I, I was, like, I was talking about it the other day, like, it's, podcasts are like the coolest thing because i work in like a warehouse yeah so like all day i'm just like i can't I, sometimes i i love music right but like sometimes you just get burnt out and you just want to yeah. listen to somebody talk and you want to listen to something interesting and i don't know like podcasts are the coolest way of like getting new shit out there and like i also like the the personality behind the music too because you get to hear like how a person talks and what a person thinks and how they explain things so yeah i really fuck with podcasts no nah, it's cool and it, it's it, well it, it's it is i i think that's a cool thing you said to hear in the personality behind the music because because sometimes sometimes <laughs> sometimes you find the music that you like is made by people who suck and that's that kind of sucks too it kind of goes both ways but you know as long as they still put out the records it's all right but th- th- this, yeah that's the worst yeah. <laughs> when you find out that like a band that you really like sucks yeah, like people, total dicks. Like yeah. they're just whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, let, going off of uh, what you were talking about before, and this is a little bit of change of subject, but you, you said like you, you got your sign, your sound. You wanted to play like uh, like Crown of Thorns, Leeway kind of stuff, and that that definitely definitely can hear that in your sound. But f- with you guys being younger guys, and younger only to me, you know, relative, um, right? Oh, do you? Do you draw inspiration from those earlier bands, or are you naturally more inclined to go to newer bands? Like, are the are the newer band is is Trapped Under Ice more of an influence, more of an actual influence? Yo, than... I can't believe you said that because that's what I was about to say. Yeah, like that was a big big influence for me, like vocally, and I, I feel like, uh, uh, like Justice, like probably got his influence from someone like there was like i feel like he probably got it from like crown thorns maybe i don't really know yeah but like i can i can hear it when i listen to it and yeah like trapped in rice like being a band that was so like huge for me when i was like 16 like that definitely that would be totally true that like we got influence from them but for rich who writes like all the like music behind life's question yeah like he he loves classic rock like okay. he loves classic rock. He loves like shit that his dad like showed him when he was young. So there's that influence in it. And then also like the, the, the bands like crown of thorns and leeway and stuff like that obviously have an influence, but, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't really know any other like newer bands like trapped in their ice would definitely be a band that we were influenced by. Well, I, I think I think history, hardcore history, which you know, what does that mean? But I think hardcore history will show that they were they they are going to be uh, they're always going to be mentioned. You know that that name that name's oh, going to come absolutely. up. They they've been they got their spot. They're staying in there, um, and rightfully so. And and that's what that's what I mean by like there there are going to be waves and waves of bands who know that they don't know Crown of Thorns, or maybe they will know Crown of Thorns, but their first thing they're going to know is. Trapped under ice. So yeah, maybe they got a lot from Crown of Thorns, but they also got a lot from Next Step Up. You know, like so it's it's yeah. I don't know. It's just a it's. I I, I want to hear people being more honest in uh, influences because I think there's a funny thing like with uh with with hardcore where you always got to say and I people have heard me bitch about this several times, but you always got to say you liked the oldest band. Where I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. I think people like the stuff that they grew up with, you know. And I'm not not in your. I'm yeah. not saying in your case, but uh, yeah, like like no, like, no. I like totally, you're saying. I totally get what you mean. Like you're saying, he like writes classic rock like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we're like a band. Just like yo, like our biggest influences are like Madball and Agnostic Front and stuff like that. Like I get that. Like that might be part of your influence, but like there, there's got. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> there's got to be like more like modern not yeah modern bands that I mean, it just ha- it just has to be yeah yeah yeah, yeah well, it has to be well it's the, the 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 agnostic front one cracks me up because right now right now look i i love agnostic front i love that band i have i have loved that band and maybe that's why i'm a, i'm a little salty that now it feels like they put out a documentary and now everybody loves this band and rightfully so they should but it's just funny to see how now agnostic front is back to the top where uh, they, if you went to see an Agnostic Front show five years ago, there 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 wasn't that many people there. So I'm glad to I'm glad I'm glad that they're getting getting their due. But it's funny how 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 things change like that. But um, with right. you, speaking of like so so you, let's say for a while there you guys were based out of Chicago, okay? 
So mm-hmm. for, regionally, for you, what would be the best, the three best Chicago hardcore bands? Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that. <laughs> so this band called Thought Crusade that not many people know about from Chicago. Yeah. Those are like, I, I hate saying this word because I think it's cringy when people like say it all the time. But like members of that band were like my old heads. Like yeah. they were like, when when I started like when me Ridge and everybody like started like formulating this band, like I bounced everything off of them because I loved their band and I loved them as people, and I wanted like specifically my boy Ryan like to tell me like yo if, if it was whack or not you know what I mean yeah yeah so like Thought Crusade uh, the Killer is like a really really good Chicago band yeah yeah. Um, and then a third one, can it, like a just like my personal like fave, like what yeah, I yeah, 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 do yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, there's a newer band that's like killing it in Chicago, and they're they're called uh, Bugging Out. They're okay. really good. I, I saw their name. I, I haven't yeah. heard them, but I saw their name on the Rumble Flyer. I think. Yeah, yeah, and, and the Killers playing the Rumble too. Yes, no, I, I definitely saw them. They're playing the day with Mushmouth and uh, I forget who else. But yeah, I, I, I definitely yeah, know like the killer. Yeah, I've, I've got a killer yeah. record within reach at the moment. So I, I definitely know the killer. Not one that gets referenced that often, but I think anybody, I think, but I think what most people think of Chicago hardcore, the killer's always going to make the list, which is weird because, yeah, it gets like, it, I mean, it sounds odd to say that and then say, I don't think many people know who they are, but they are. But the people who know who they are know how good they are. Which is a which, yeah. The people that know who they are, they know who they are. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. yeah, like I met I met Luke through my friend Ryan, who played in Doctor Said, and like he's a character, and he was like super cool every time I met him too. So like that that made me enjoy the band. You know what I mean? Having like the background yeah. behind like the voice behind it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Well, and. and it's it's always I mean that kind of goes back to what we were saying about meeting the people who 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 write the music that you like and then you always want them to be you always want them to be uh, good guys you know and sometimes it works out sometimes I remember one time when I was living in Baltimore it was a it was early in the morning you know not it was like we woke up we're sitting out back in the morning and it's me and, uh, and, and I know this is like name dropping but I'm trying to keep the story you know whatever relevant but uh yeah me and me and aaron from death row were saying death row always used to play uh baltimore they, they, for a time period they played there it seemed pretty frequently shout and out they, aaron he's a yeah. man not he trying is. to name drop me yeah, no. yeah well, and, man. well yeah. i'm sitting there sitting there with him one morning and we're we're just in my backyard and i remember i literally i remember this i was 25 years old so i was your age at the time and i remember having this conversation with him about i can't believe that at 25 years old i'm still going to hardcore shows like and and now i'm sitting here with a guy in a band that i thought i'd never even get to see like when i was coming up death threat was already almost gone they, they broke up you know at, i'd saw him but then they broke up whatever and then he's sitting there and he's like well here I am at 40 years old thinking I would never still be doing this, you know, at like, so it was, it, it was just cool to have like, you know, and then you have these conversations, make these friendships with people in, in this thing and it actually works out and everybody is as cool as you want them to be. And that's a very cool thing. Yeah. It's so funny too, because I met him like last year. 
Yeah. He's <laughs> like still there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He's still, like, killing it. You know what I mean? Like, he uh, he did, like, uh, like a spot on, like, Hangman's new record. And, like, he's been super cool to me. And, like, I know a few of his, like, friends from working on, like, the bar industry and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's just so funny that, like, you were sitting on the porch being, like, 25 years old and he's like yeah i'm still here and now he's still here and i'm 25 that is it's funny, funny how how that works well it's funny you can't, you can't kick it right you can't kick that feeling in your your stomach and in your heart right like yeah. for music and hardcore like that for a lot of people it's the only thing they have well it's 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 an odd thing to explain to people who aren't into it i, I get in the conversation with my wife all the time too it's like what like i i know that the way that people like hardcore is strange. Like I know it is. Like we, we all have to recognize that it is strange. Like to uh, to have like such a strong relationship with with music. But I don't know. It's just it's 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 meaningful at least at a point. And then maybe even if it's not the same, once you get past that, you're still grateful for what it was. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But so all right, let's go. Yeah, let's... I, I hope I hope I'm along that long, not to like drag on the that no. point but like i hope i'm i hope i'm like around that long that like i can i can be in a position where aaron's at like still loving it as much as i love it now and that's that's like the goal is well, to to always be a part of it i think i think you i think it's easy to do as long as you do it in, in a uh in a healthy way I should, I should say that like like my relationship with hardcore and is is very different than was when I was 25. When I was 25, I was going constantly, right? I was there all the time. It's right. all I did. Where now, this is honestly, other than listening to the music, this is most of my interaction with hardcore. But it's what I what I consider my most productive role for music, hardcore music is doing this and getting talking to people, basically doing a zine that's a, you know, that's audio. Like Right. That's you know what I consider this now, but but yeah. So it's so as long as you you stay, because some of the people that stay in, man, they're a little fucking weird, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I hope that I hope I uh, I stay in, but I don't I don't like keep living the like paycheck to paycheck life. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. That's... Hopefully, eventually, I get like a good a good job. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's nice to it's nice to be comfortable. Bit, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like get a little bit more comfortable and not have to like leave for a month with like six hundred dollars or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> well well this speaking of leaving for a month you're out now with you said uh take offense uh drain and was is it the one higher power is that this part too or is that the yeah. next one that's okay yeah. so yeah the the european guys yes the well, they're, they're from the guys the guys England, with the freaky right? accent the funny talkers yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the yeah. funny talkers the freaky accent you're so yeah. you've been out to you've been out to the west coast a couple times or is this your first time uh, we went out once, and that was with uh, Tight Tats and Vatican, yeah. Okay, cool. And so, and this one kind of goes for a while, right? Or or is there two legs where you do one with Queensway as well? Yeah, oh, I totally forgot that they're on the last, like, three days. Queensway and Hangman are on the last three. Yeah. Oh, okay, but, so um, this is all, it's all part of it. Yeah, yeah, so it's all part of it. So, like, to explain that, I think it's nine days, like, I think, Today or well, today is Arizona. We're in Mesa right now, and then uh, tomorrow's Vegas. Next day is LA, and then it just like goes down the West Coast yeah. for eight or nine days, 
and then from there, take offense and drain, drop off. And then it's us and higher power. We play LDB, which is that fest in Louisville. Right. And then from there, we meet up with, at, LD, or at LDB, we meet up with Hangman, and then they do the rest, which is a few days on the East Coast. And then I think Queensway meets, like, plays like the Baltimore date, and then meets us in Brooklyn. Nice. That's a, that's a. Or we we meet we meet them in Brooklyn because that's the one day that we're not playing Baltimore, which sucks, but it is what it is. Why aren't you playing Baltimore? Because we're going to be playing LDB with Hangman. Oh, you got a, like a proximity thing. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, it's not. It's like a. We'll be at LDB us and Hangman. Oh, okay, I got you. And like you. higher powers, higher, higher powers playing the pre-show. Yeah. Which is like Thursday. Right. And then we play Friday. So instead of them hanging out on Friday, they're like, well, we'll play another show. Sure. And play, they'd like, are playing Baltimore, and then we're going to meet them again in uh, Brooklyn. So Louisville to Brooklyn is going to be a <laughs> hell of a drive, but yeah. it'll be fun. That's, I thought I thought you were saying there for a minute that there was like one of the, I remember, I don't know if they still do them. I'm sure they do, but we're, we're, we're fests have these proximity things where you can't play with yeah, them. I'm, yeah, which is, which is always yeah. kind of funny to me. I think it's. I don't know. I get it. I totally understand it, but I. But it's it's odd. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely really odd because like, if you think it's a fest, there's going to be a shit ton of bands that everybody wants to see. Why would one off day, yeah, like ruin an it. hour away, ruin that? Yeah, that doesn't really make sense to me. But whatever. That's, However you want to. That's the rules, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the rules. I guess we'll follow them. <laughs> well, for for uh, for you and doing and doing life's question in general, what it, what has been the, the what's been the most difficult part of this? Um, the most difficult is probably I don't know money. Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess. Like, yeah, like money. Like having like losing jobs. Yeah, like. Uh, yeah, like losing jobs and um, yeah, I don't really know anything else different. No, that's I mean that's like that's I'm, about I'm fucking. On the, I'm on the road with like my best friend and his wife, who's also my best friend. Yeah, and then not not <laughs> just discounting the rest of my band. They're also right. like my <laughs> very close friends. But like me and Ridge go back and since we were 15. Yeah, it's like been a dream of ours to be in like on the beach in California, like because of music like that's like the coolest thing right but uh yeah money like losing jobs like i i i recently got like a cool job that's like very supportive of touring so like shout out to them like me coming back and still having a job oh um, nice yeah that is that's quite a perk I, I know i know quite a few musicians who have fallen into those things and and it seems like that makes it all a lot much much easier yeah and then um also like i'm it's gonna get a little heavy, but like my, I have like a funeral for my uncle on Wednesday yeah. um, that I can't make because like it, it's touring, especially like this. Like you kind of have like it's like a job. Like you got to show up. Like I can't just like not go. Like yeah. I, I want to be there, but like I guess that's like a hard thing about like touring. But that's like a hard thing about touring, not like the band, but um. Yeah, everything's out. golden, yeah. man. Yeah, missing out, but like I love, I love doing this. I like, I feel like I'm built for it. Like, I get too, I get like when I get too comfortable and like in the motion of things, like day to day, like 
nine to five, like the mundane, like I get like crazy. Like I, I yeah. can't stand it. I got too much energy for it. So right. like, um, this is just like so awesome to me. I get to see all my friends all over the U S like family all over the U S like this is the best. It's like the dream life. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, well, to go to the other extreme, what what has been your the most the, your favorite part of this? What is it? Is is that, or how about this? Has there been one moment with life's question that has felt like the moment? Um, when me and Ridge were sitting outside of this show in uh where was that San Diego um Pomona Beach right it's yeah. like the, we were playing they were playing a show we were playing a show and like we're sitting outside beautiful day it's like summertime and we look at each other and we just like we felt it you know what I mean and like we lost our like very close like best friend like a year before it was either a year before or, like that year and we were like man like what Dan would like do to like be here. You know what I mean? That, that was like the moment where it was like, yo, we got to keep doing this. Like, this is like what makes us feel alive. And then the FYA set, like that, that like definitely blew me away because we never played Florida. And the only time that we did, well, we played Florida once. It was like Panama city. And, but like, we never played that part of Florida. And especially like a big, that was the first big fest we ever played. And, um, just like the response is just like crazy. And, and the, was the that story just, of like just past this, this oh, month, just this month. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 That like, that was like another one a recent one that was just like, Holy shit. Like this is, this is so awesome. Like I'm getting to rock out with my friends and get to see the country and hopefully the world eventually. So, well, you know, I'm I'm really glad you have an you have an answer to that because I've asked I've asked that question to quite a few people and a lot of times it's just kind of a like I don't know, man, it's all great, you know, and and uh, that's cool, but I think like you're right, you you are doing something that's exceptional, and yeah, sure, there's plenty of other bands that are doing it, but but there's not really there's not that many there's not that many people that get to do these things so i think i i i like hearing people appreciate it and just the the fact that i don't i don't think people playing in bands appreciate the response from a crowd as much as they demand it and mm-hmm. like you haven't done shit to demand people to go off for your band you know what i mean like like yeah and then i don't mean you you know i mean i mean whoever's on that stage you haven't done shit anybody to, yeah, the oldest like, man the youngest man the most popping man like no one you should never feel like you you hold that like hold that to be able to like demand like yeah no you owe them someone liking right. your band <laughs> like like yeah like we owe you guys they like, paid the like, money to get into break, your show to like yeah stay. you're breaking yourselves off for us like jumping off the stage and like moshing and like showing your support by buying stuff and like like encouraging us you know what i mean well, like yo even, we owe you even more simple than that they 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 take they chose to spend their time watching you like they could be doing anything well, yeah, else, absolutely. And, and now they're here to watch you. So I mean, 
at, at the end of the day, it's all part of entertainment, entertainment. And, you know, this, that kind of makes it suck a little bit, but still it's part of it. And so, so I, I, I like, anyway, my point is, I just, I appreciate that you, you have an actual response to, to that question and, and are not taking it for granted. And I think that's very important. And why, why that like several years down the road that you will not be jaded is because you're appreciative of of just what it is not not that you owe or whatever but just that it's it's uh it's a privilege yeah absolutely yeah thank you man yeah no problem thank you hey thank you for doing this and um i know like you said you're 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 out on tour for a little while here um any is is we'll wrap it up here with, with uh go back to this album thing a little bit are you guys are you guys uh, expecting that to be out anytime soon, or is, or is that way too far in the future? Um, yeah, we're hoping to have it out like as soon as we get it done. You right. know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. like after after this tour, I think we're gonna like kind of put like the whole touring and stuff like on pause. Yeah, I said that. I I feel like I said that after the summer fear tour, like on another podcast or like talking to a friend or whatever. Right. Well, like I felt like I, I felt like that too. I was like, "Yeah, like we're not going to do anything for like the next five months." <laughs> and then we got this opportunity, and we're like, "Take offense, like oh, in take the co zone for nine days, like no way." We're gonna I got that up. take offense. So, Tables will turn by take off- take offense. Is to me like the best hardcore record in the last like fifteen years. So I think you did. I think you made the right move. Yeah, and and the one last year too, incredible, like incredible, yeah. like. Oh, keep an eye out yeah so good yeah keep an eye out yeah yeah all right dude well hey thank you very much for doing this i appreciate it and thanks for making it work even though you're, yeah. you're wandering around arizona yeah dude thank you so much for having me on and chatting absolutely I, it's, so, it's so crazy i always forget like it's getting it's being recorded yeah. i feel like i'm just like <laughs> chatting with you like good good <laughs> yeah. that's the idea so yeah cool man thank you so much yeah. um yeah Shout out to all the bands we're on tour with. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any? Yeah, do you want to tell people are, tell people where to where to find Life's Question? Yeah, you can find us on Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music. Um, come to a show on this tour. I don't know when this is going to be out, but I don't know yet either. <laughs> you, yeah, hopefully you came to a show or maybe come to another show. Um, yeah. Awesome. I, I would shout out bands, and I'm so bad at that. So, like, <laughs> remembering all my friends' bands. But shout out all my friends' bands. It's Down easy. Chicago, yeah, it's easier if you just Philly, don't don't give anybody anybody any recognition, than just be like, "Well, I didn't miss anybody." So, yeah, like no shout outs. Yeah. Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. that would make that would make things a little bit easier. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, Josh. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks right. so much, man. Yeah. Have a good night. No problem.
So there you go. That's my conversation with Josh of Life's Question about Life's Question, the band, the hardcore band, who was out on tour at the time of the interview. It may or may not be anymore. It was so long ago. All right, it wasn't that long ago. It was about a month ago, maybe a little more. But uh, thanks again, Josh, for having that talk. Much appreciated, and I do dig the records. I just want to hear more. I want a whole. I want an album of uh, of Life's Question. That's what I'd like to hear. A whole album of Life's, Life's Question songs. You know what? You could even you could even package what what you, what they've done so far as an album. I know people might scoff at that, but but I but but I'd take it. You know, I'd take that shit. So anyway, that's it. Thanks again for the like tenth time to Josh and Life's Question for doing the interview. I hope you were able to catch them out on tour. I hope you've been able to enjoy the records. The records are pretty accessible online. Um, as we talked about, they may not be available uh, as a physical copy. That wasn't much of a sentence. They might not physically be so available, but they are digitally. Um, just do a little Googling and you can find them no problem. I'm not talking about illegal download sites. I'm talking about Bandcamp, uh, Numerality Zine has uh, has their 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 uh, three latest three song um, available for download. Uh, the, the 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 previous records are on the band's own Bandcamp page. So yeah, go look for it. Go find it. Go buy it. Uh, pretty easy to do. Um, if you yourself have music that you would like to hear on Getting It Out podcast, I encourage you to send it to Dan at gettingitout.net. That is the new email address here at Getting It Out Podcast, Dan at gettingitout.net, which goes along with the website that I keep mentioning will be rolling out soon. And I promise you that that's really a real thing and it will be happening. Wheels are still turning. Things are in motion. It's going to be done. I swear to you, I'm putting in the work. Uh, hopefully when this thing drops, it's exactly what I want it to be. But if you want to be involved in that, as I've mentioned in past episodes, just reach out. Let me know. Um, if you want to write some stuff, you want to write some record reviews, let me know. The more the merrier is is my philosophy on this one. Um, otherwise, if you just want to watch, you want to be part of it uh, as, a, as a spectator, uh, go ahead and follow Getting It Out Podcast is at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, go to Twitter at Getting It Out Pod. Go to Facebook, www.com, facebook.com slash Getting It Out Podcast. Having a lot of trouble speaking tonight. Um, and uh, do what you can as far as liking, as far as sharing, as far as commenting. That stuff makes a huge difference. It makes it makes makes posts much more visible. Gives the podcast a lot more shine. It really does help. I know it seems ridiculous, but it, it really does. Um, if you can rate and review on whatever podcast app you're listening to, whether it's Stitcher, whether it's Apple, um, whatever. I don't I don't know which. <laughs> I don't know which things allow you to rate and review, but but do it if you can. Uh, even go to the Facebook page and rate and review. That helps too. But okay, that's enough for this one. Uh, I'm going to send you out with a track that did get sent in to the podcast email by a band out of the UK called Starved. The song is called, what is the song called? Becoming Dirt, which sounds really optimistic. Guys, come on. But whatever. It's uh, called... <laughs> It's advertised as dissonant hardcore, which I think when you hear it, you'll know what you know. You know what they're talking about. It's good though. I enjoyed it. Hopefully, you will too. Check out Starved. Link will be in the show notes. Uh, check out Dead Man's Chest, also from the UK. Check out Life's Question, because uh, that was what this whole episode was about anyway. All right, that's out for, That's it for this one. Here's Becoming Dirt by Starved. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.